Hey everyone, on today's episode, we have Maxwell and Connor. They are the talented duo that make up the band Mob Rich. We talk music, hangovers, are asked a tough would you rather question, and Dudley makes another vocal appearance, all while drinking tequila rather than scotch. Please enjoy the soulful sounds of Mob Rich and George Adrian. Welcome to Pod Rock. Let's drum it. <laughs> well, that didn't suck. So. And that has been our episode. Thank you very much. This Thank you so great. much for having us, guys. Really appreciate you it. You guys are great, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Charlie Four. All right, so um, Max, Connor, Bob Rich, as you are. Uh, Thank you for coming, and uh, uh, I guess we'll do our ceremony of the uh, the first four. Absolutely. Pop it open. Sprite you of, uh, we, we're not going to start until we officially <laughs> cheer. Where the fuck? I don't remember. It's been like two yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cheers. And George, you might want to open them up to what our, what we try to find out each day. Yes, 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 yes. So we'll start with all that. But we should do that ceremonial start too, right? Mm. Holy shitballs. That oh, comes out yeah. fast. Yeah, I'm going to pour a light pour. Just yeah, start light. I mean, it is it is a tequila, so it's it's already light. So, so do I. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are welcome to stay here as long as you need for your uh, buzz to fall off. Yeah. As long as you're off. Yeah, yeah just to the rim, to the rim, <laughs> to the rim. <laughs> okay. He's not, he's not driving. Rock and roll. I, mean, right, I, got, I, I have to drive. Alcoholism. Uh, I, I have to drive to that couch right there. Yeah. There we go. Lucky. Oh yeah, we'll put it. My girlfriend will come swoop me. She dropped me off anyway, so I hope, I hope she's going to come get me. Um, gentlemen. All right. Welcome to episode, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> episode insert number here. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Cheers. 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 Episode 69. Yeah. All right. Clink. Clink. Allegedly. So yeah, I don't have, we don't have one. Sat down. I will say this is our first episode actually indoors uh, nice. rather than in the, no, no, no. We did the first one with, with Rory. We did it on my couch. Uh, oh, that's right. Way back when. So this is the first one since oh, pandemic nice that we're now all vaccinated. It feels here. so good to be socializing. Sans pan. Inside. Sans pan. Sans pan. I like so that. So this is Sans our pan. first post. Oh, it's not really, but it is kind of post, right? Post pandemic. It's yeah. as close as you can get to post. Yeah, yeah without being another four years, for, you know, right. away from this. But oh, that tastes good. It's good, right? It is. Yeah, this is, is the rock tequila. This is the reposado, so it's the the more smoky version of it. Yeah, it's nice because I'm a big mezcal fan. So there you go. Anywhere in With, the vicinity. I'm, I'm a mezcal fan, my fan. But that's also I'm a Scotch fan, so it kind of goes together. You like Dude, mezcal? Same. Scotch. So, scotch. gentlemen, aside from getting into uh, your lives in about a minute, but the upshot of what we do is we get together, we make some music, and we talk about what it's like to get to where you're at in music, you know, and um, we're going to, we're going to get philosophical. We're going to have some fun and we're going to make our own music too. So at the end of the day, we're going to, there's no, always, there's a theme that like pops up mm-hmm. and the theme, whatever it's going to be um, right now, I, I'm thinking hangover. I don't know why that's been popping in my head. Oh, dang. Um, so, but we'll see. Okay. And we'll, we're going to create our own little song to kind of encapsulate um what it is. I mean, we had yeah. we, one of the themes was castration. We've been. Yeah. We've Let's been do hangover because that means you can write a really shitty song and just blame it on the on hangover. hangover. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. See, that's, all right, so. that's yeah. actually really smart. It's, it's, yeah. it's starting to funnel in from the out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. 
So again, um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and tell us about your your band at least? And Absolutely, start there. man. Uh, I'm Maxwell, and I'm Connor. We're Mob Rich, and um, originally I'm from Indianapolis, Atlanta, and we met out in LA at an open mic. Want to say six, six and a half years six ago? Six and a half years ago, something cool. like that. Six and a half, seven years ago, and. Um, I was working at California Pizza Kitchen, slanging pizzas. CPK. Oh, CPK. I, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that Maxwell way back when, yeah. Uh, real, on Ventura Boulevard. And uh, Connor was uh, signed to Warner, still is signed to Warner Chapel, but was had a publishing deal, so he was out writing for other people at the time. And we heard each other and we were like, he doesn't suck. And Connor was like, he was sucks, like, but he sucks. he's good looking, you know? <laughs> oh, so, wow. <laughs> so let's try to make some music. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy to think now, like six years into the project, even though we've only been releasing music for about three years. Um, it's just, it just changes so much. Like, it also changes when there's a global pandemic, you know, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a shoot in the, that, that helps things. <laughs> that yeah, well, you know, I, I, as, uh, as we've known each other at, at our, um, at our mutual friends' parties, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. It's been, it's been cool because, you know, usually I get there and I hang, I talk to my bro for a minute, and then I go and mingle. And I've always seemed to, like, gravitate towards you guys, you know. I, yeah. I was yeah. kind of there, but, you know, when you were first budding it out. Absolutely. Know, having oh, conversations yeah. and, and after year after year, you had, you know, updates for me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool, look at these guys go, you know. I don't know how I just realized you're wearing your own merch, though. It's awesome. I really <laughs> yeah. like that. Well, we, we, we actually made these. So when we released our album really quickly, uh, we are, the website has basically like a scavenger hunt that you can like go through and click through all yeah. the stuff. And it's still there. Yeah, it's, it's, still it there. Still there. it's still there. It's still yeah. there. People so can still do it. Go find it because there might still be... There might be still be some merch that you could get. But basically, <laughs> it was like the reward for people who went through and like got the code and yeah. we made them hats to send Which to I was honestly surprised because it was kind of difficult to do it. Because I remember sending it to you and being like, can you do this? Because I was clicking all over it. They're hidden. They're but hidden. Like, you got to like really get in yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. you and like every like song. Yeah. Yeah, if we, we go quiet, it's because, you know, Lenny and I are on here trying to do it. Oh, no, you're good, man. All good. Uh, yeah, so... Um, it, it it was like nice to just be able to do something easy to like send right. out to them to say thank you for for caring enough to go which we haven't sent yet but we're going to. yeah yeah just so if you're listening you <laughs> you're hearing this if they're in there <laughs> there's a chance route. we've sent it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's better it's, it's yeah. on the way it was free they can win. oh of course they can but it's crazy that you brought up like because you know just now thinking back to all the times that we did see you because basically you know for those that don't know basically everybody listening george and cody and and Connor and me all know, I have a mutual friend, Tyler, who always throws parties for different reasons and Thanksgiving and yeah. b- outside of the pandemic, we always see each other there. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once or twice a year, usually, you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes, you know, and then we'll see each other at other, other places, but there, you know, you're going to see him there. And um, now I'm like remembering before we were releasing music and it was really just very raw and we didn't really know what we were, didn't know what we were going to do. And we were just so excited to like, just talk to anybody about it. And, uh, and I would, I would always go and show Tyler just all the demos we had and, and, um, he'd give notes and we were just showing anybody that was, that wanted to listen about it. So it, it's cool. It's cool now. Cause like, it's, it's, it's almost interesting as you get like further down the road, I think that you lose a little bit of like the, um, 
like let me tell you about this you yeah, know it's yeah. like now it's like you've been doing it for a while and it's just kind of your life and you're used to it you you lose a little bit of the um not the excitement not but the like, excitement but just the the like untethered yeah of want to yeah. like just show people what totally. you've created there was a time i was walking down vegas with my wife oh, that's and my right. wife's sister and, and, and her boyfriend and uh it was the four of us and we hear this music and my sister-in-law now she was like oh i really like that like it sounds good and we turn over and sure enough it's mac <laughs> he's literally, literally sitting there playing just like chill there's a, there's a nice crowd like listening really? to stuff. Cool. it was awesome to me and it was the weirdest thing that we happened to be in vegas at the same time you like what drove up that day and we're like screw it i'm gonna go play some music well what's or- funny is that so this guy named dylan who actually ran the open mic that me and connor met at um and was actually the theoretical third member of the band. Like when Connor proposed, like the idea of being, like, said, you know, Will I want to, I want to write a me. record. He he said it to me and Dylan, and Dylan, because he had his own thing going on, was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm just gonna like continue, you know, doing my own like singer <laughs> But he was down. Thing. He was down. He was down, but he just like you know, he didn't like turn me down. Yeah, yeah. He didn't say no. <laughs> he just things happen, man. You know. Um, he was like a little busy. But he he had someone in Vegas that we would stay with, and we would just drive down and play for like one or two nights on the street. Oh, great, my pink pick one in the guitar. And um, at the time, like you'd make like a hundred, two hundred bucks playing on the street for hours. I mean, we were out there for you know like six or seven hours, but it was it was fun. You know, it's like yeah. it just was a, a reason to go to Vegas and sit outside and play music and right. And uh, you'd always meet interesting people. And, uh, you weren't even old enough to drink, were you? No, I yeah. was like I was like nineteen at the time. Yeah, so you I were young. Yeah, I couldn't go in anywhere. I remember you told me you were going to that. I was like, all right. Cool. Yeah, I went to Vegas recently and had a way different experience. Now that I'm like, <laughs> oh, once you can I'm, actually legally uh, yeah. drink, Vegas is a much different. Wait, wait, place. Is it positive or negative? Uh, it was positive, but I left with like negative oh. serotonin in my body. <laughs> like there was nothing. There was nothing was left both. to give. Once <laughs> and I was only there like, for forty eight hours. Like Vegas trip. Yeah. You guys have come a long way since uh, your concert when you guys were wearing whale masks. Whale masks. Yeah, I mean that's a whole other thing. Is like when we first started the project. My hair's finally back. <laughs> yeah, so oh, that is true. Did you, you cut your hair? He I cut, cut the all hair. my hair. Probably, sorry, probably about the length of yours. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you walked up and I was like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah, I, like literally because so the first different. party I came to, I yeah, had my I had hair. Long hair. And the next one I came back, I remember like you and I think your aunt or your or your parents. Michelle. Uh, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like she looked at me like I was a total stranger. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I, I'm pretty positive. We said hi, and you walked away, and I was like, familiar. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Joe was like, that, that's, that's Connor. Right? If I cut like, off what? my hair and my mustache, yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's a whole different vibe. Wait, who is this Michelle in relation to you? Michelle is is a um, a really dear friend of my parents who lives gotcha. out who lives out here and who we would visit growing up. Copy, okay. Um, and she she grew up with my mom. And so like, just and, been in my life. And Tyler, the guy. And Tyler, we same thing, is, is a is a very dear friend of my dad's who played in bands with my dad back in Chicago. And, and then they moved out to LA and my parents moved out to LA for a short amount of time before I was born and, and all that happened and then my parents eventually moved back and settled down in Indiana. So, but that that's the connection. So they were really like the ah. two Michelle and Tyler were like the two lifelines that I had when I moved out here, which I which I used. I, I rang that buzzer and said, let me yeah. let me phone a friend at one or multiple <laughs> locations. <laughs> like when my car got towed and I didn't have right. money to pay it to get it out, when I was homeless and I was like, uh, can I stay at your place, please? And um, oh, yeah, you did for a little bit. You stayed up. A, I stayed studio, yeah. at that room for over a month. Like 
That's, that's, yeah, I mean, it's funny in like seven or eight years of living in LA, you forget all the stuff that's happened because yep. it's just so much happens. But um, And it feels like it was so long ago when really it does. that's not that long no, ago, it, to be honest. It, depending on the span of your life, you know, I'm 26, so I mean, it's a good chunk of time that I've lived in one place, but, um, but it, it's still pretty short in the grand scheme of things. And, yeah. uh, and I was living in Orange County and I was living with this... 40-something old divorcee in this huge mansion. As we do. As you do, I guess. And I was renting a room for like 600 bucks. And it's just like, I don't know why she rented the room and for me. Maybe she story. needed the money. I don't I don't know. But she was a friend of the person I was well, working for. I think for. I know why she... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know funny? You don't I mean, understand. Nothing she just happened. looks you up and, and now I was uh, like, yeah. I'll take a half off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you cleaning pools on like the weekend? Uh, like, you know, shirtless. shirtless yeah, yeah, but, there like, you go. but I always just—it was just well, a fun fun. thing to do. That's you know? the thing to do. Yeah, it was just yeah. a hobby. Oh, I always create music in the nude. Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> I love to cut grass. <laughs> but that relationship—I mean—turned really sour. We would fight and stuff because she was just kind of bonkers. She was off her rocker, and like I remember one time she left for like three weeks, and she came home and she was screaming at me that I hadn't refilled her dog's water bowl, even though her dog was with her, like away for three. Three weeks and like, like you had a full-on relationship with this woman yeah like what you're weird. what you're describing <laughs> yeah. is a toxic without, relationship without any of the without any of the so-called like, benefits like area of time there that you don't recall <laughs> yeah right like there's one night uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know no. it seemed like a like a week but it was at three months <laughs> <laughs> but i had to like i had to move out just like late one night it just all came to a head and i was like i can't i can't live here anymore like you're actually healthy you're, that's you're, you're crazy yeah. and so i but I that story he probably won't tell it but like at least according to me, <laughs> I could be wrong. But apparently, like, there was a, like, you had a friend come over and you let them borrow a towel or something? Oh, she would have an Airbnb. She rented out other rooms. Oh, she yeah, would that's have right. people come in Airbnb and they would ask me questions about, like, where is, where, where are, where's stuff? You know, like, uh, can we, can we use this towel? And I'm just, me just living there. Like, she's yeah. not there. She's out of town. Yeah. I'm like, Sure. So he's trying to help her out. I'm like trying to help her out, and she'd come home and she would scream at Who me for like, towel? no, for just talking to the other guests. Uh. Like just Wait, for talking, talking to the guests and like talking and like I hung out with one of the dudes one time and she's like you really like don't I hope this bitch is listening. I was, like, I was like what am I supposed to do? They're yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah. Like it was really weird. And um, we do get a lot of mansion owners listening. Could you imagine? Yeah. The, like it's somehow. I don't even remember. She somehow clicks on stumbles this You know what's crazy is I don't remember her name for the oh. life of me. How long did you live there? I lived there for I think two months. Okay. If it was like six months or more, I could understand. Two months, Wait, I mean, that flies by. Two it months, and it came to a head in two stuff. months? Yeah, it was bad. Holy. But that's oh, that's yeah. a lot to happen in two months. It was months. bad. It wasn't even the only things. Like, there was one time where she basically was like, when I first moved in there, she took me throughout the whole entire house, showed me all of the nice things, and was like, you can use anything, you can have anything, anything in the fridge, what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine. And I was like, wow, this lady is so chill. Like, this is great. So one day I, like, cracked a few beers open that were in the fridge, because she, like, explicitly sure. told me. Have whatever you want. Mine is yours, yours yeah. is mine, yeah. And she comes home and is like, did you drink, did you drink this? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, don't touch my stuff. And I was like, it was like the first sign of like, okay, this is not what I thought it was. So then I kind of backed off and I stopped touching her stuff. And then the Airbnb thing happened. And then she came home and the dog bowl thing happened. And I was like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. And I got to leave. So anyways, I called Tyler up that night and I was like, I, I need a place to stay. Can I crash at your place for a night or two until I figure something out? And then I, I ended up staying there for like a month, which was just, you, that, that's why like, you know, forever, uh, there are people in your lives that I think like, you will truly like never be able to pay them back for the yep. things that they did for you, like in times of need. And he's just one of those people where like, 
there's nothing that I could do that I think could really like actually repay him because if if he didn't do that for me, like I don't know what I would have done. Like I totally. didn't know anybody. There was nowhere else I could go. I would have gone home, you yeah. know. So um, I didn't have any money. There was no like renting a hotel. So um, yeah, very very appreciative of. And it's not the only person that's like done something like that for me, you know. There's like when I was living in Indianapolis, and there's the guy that like owned a recording studio that just was like, hey, do you want to intern at the recording studio? And you can learn and and clean and figure out how a recording studio works and didn't have to do that you know like they, they weren't gaining anything yeah. from that you know right. it was completely a generous move and um i think about that a lot because i think you know it's sometimes hard to find those moments but i try to look out for like the moments where i'll be able to do that for somebody else in totally. some capacity like i don't know what or when that is i, I just try i Try. You just got that second bedroom. I've been, uh, yeah, looking, I've been looking bedroom, for a, so. a place. <laughs> you want to help Connor's going to stay in my place. Connor's like, you have a couch. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I, we've mentioned Tyler quite a bit because yeah. he's a good friend of ours. And to be honest, I think we all, we all hold Tyler to that kind of awesome person kind of thing that he is. I mean, yeah. he's definitely done stuff for Joe and I. And definitely him and George are best of friends I'm sure they, yeah. they he's fed me stuff. a lot Yeah, he's, he doesn't realize it right? he has yeah. fed me <laughs> completely <laughs> got me drunk and he's, he's, such a, he's such a generous good person um, and he takes care of those around him like that's that's I think one big thing you know that's the payment in itself though you know because yeah. when you when you can help and you do help it's cool you know? oh yeah I mean especially people that, that you care about yeah you know? well, and let's be honest like living here now six and a half years and we've met you know, a, 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 I would say at least half or a majority of the characters in Hollywood. Yeah. You know? And then to have someone like Tyler and know the type of personality he is at the level that he's at, and like that, like it's just kind of mind blowing. Right. When you think about it, like yeah, because kind he is. You do like, I mean, just in your path of any sort of the industries in LA, whether it be acting or music you just meet a lot of really shitty people yeah. you know like yeah, people that sure. are just and we've all been there ourselves with like had moments of just being like i don't want to i don't want to fucking help like right now like i want to like take care of like do this for me right now and like just the the like no hesitancy yeah of it yeah yeah beautiful. that that's like what's always been not that you ever should just ask somebody for something just to ask but it's like just just to know that there are people out there that are at the level of you know of competitiveness but like still have the ability to like to be cool, to be cool. yeah is, is really cool because that's and that's the thing that i've always <laughs> yeah oh, and he actually uh oh sorry no, you're fine joe was like please give me coasters throw me that one too i don't want to i was actually thinking about um <laughs> one of the things he said to Come me on, fellas. When I, uh, which is always coasters. stuck with me is that um he he was just Basically, I, was, I had just moved to LA and I had gone over to his house for like the first time and he was just talking to me about just general stuff, but he said something that just has always stuck with me and it was, if you can be happy for your friends when they succeed before you, like you'll last out here. Mm. He's like, if you can be genuinely happy for your friends when no they, jealousy, when they, just when they that's get... That's not just out here, that's in fucking life. That's how yeah. I pick my friends. Yeah. Know, because, um, you know, especially even as a kid and I was too, you know, because I could play pretty well by the time I was like 16 and... I was like fucking I had my head up my own ass, you know. I was the, I had the best experience ever. It's like I mean I was really good. I could fucking play by yeah. the time I was 16 and 
and this uh, and I was hanging out with uh, this girl and I had my guitar at, her, at a part a house party, and I thought I was the king shit of everything, you know. And this dude walks in. His name is Bob, and he's like kind of weird, smoking a lot of dope, and he's like, "That your guitar?" I'm like, "Yeah, do you play?" And he's like, "Yeah, I play." And I'm like, "Okay." So he picks up my guitar and he fucked my brains out. Like, I'm like, and that moment I learned, you know what? Stop. Yeah. You know, just stop because it's this is this happening when it's like in your face right there and it's like irrefutable like he was so much beyond anything yeah. i could ever do at that moment so i was like you know this is not how music should make you feel but i understand it because i also talk guitar for a long time i yeah. you know taught a lot of different things and i see it i see it in other people you know i have students that would think like well i'm better than you then why are you taking lessons from right me? so it, it's something that um it's so maybe because it's so personal and that what we're doing you know yeah. making art that and then if you get good at it and then you, you fear it and, and there is, I mean, it's, it's bizarre that people think it's competition because it's not, you know, there's fucking, I mean, there's a million songs, there's a billion zillions I and mean, you can go forever, right? I mean, yeah. and it'll always be that. So there's always room for anybody. Maybe people want you, maybe they don't, you know, that's life, you know, but it shouldn't be competition, right? Mm -hmm. So it should, so it's all about that, um, you know, this journey part of, of making music is, is my favorite. Like once you get past that. Once you actually care that other people are doing great, and like I, that's how like I pick, I literally pick my friends. Like I, I have buddies that will literally be like, "Fuck, you got a record deal," or you know, you know, "Fuck, you got blah blah blah." And I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. And I'm yeah. the same way. You know, I, I literally get high. I mean, look at my best friend. You know, of thirty some fucking years, is an A-list composer, kicking ass, living up on the fucking hill. You know, yeah. so if I'm. I mean, I can't congratulate him enough every time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been for all. You know, started out with this, started out with that. Every milestone along the way, I was fucking stoked for the dude, you know? Yeah, right. So, no, I, I think that's a wonderful way to live, is you, you build up your friends the same way that they build you up. And, and to your testament, having and keeping people like that around you, that's, that's absolutely, how you Absolutely, yeah, that's exactly. How you and that's how you have the best of life, man, yeah. because this is a short ride. It's interesting for me because, like, I, I've never viewed music through the lens of, like, like I'm very good at it. Like, in the right. sense of, like, I, I, I don't consider myself someone who, who is um, naturally gifted at music. I, I really like, I've always kind of had to fight tooth and nail just to like sing at a decent level and, and to play at a decent level. And like, I don't play, like even just watching you sit down and noodle, like I don't noodle, like I don't do any of that stuff. So um, to find like, just to find a lane in music where it's not all about that has been cool. And it's been like really rewarding to, you know, like I love, I love learning about production stuff, you know, and I love like kind of diving into that. And that's not all necessarily based around playing and, and how like technically good you are, but it's um, it, it it is interesting how like just kind of the point that I'm getting to is our innate human like even watching you noodle and I'm just like man I wish I could do that, you know, like there is that innate like competitiveness in us as humans to like see someone who can do something that you can't and be like, yeah, it's, it's, oh, I want to do that. I would even say it's not even so much competitiveness as is like comparison, which mm. could be... Okay, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, which, I, which, which is good and bad in its own right, right? Yeah. Like you, you have to level yourself up. Yes, yeah. yeah. But it's also one of those things you shouldn't compare yourself to others exactly. because there are minute differences. I mean, you could be the exact same person, but you're not the exact same person. Yeah. Is, is that dry. the creative... In people, is that like in an artist? Is that oh, like well, because that they're what's a little inside, competitive, but not what's inside is you need a certain level of proficiency. You can't just be 
okay. You know, right. I mean, you got to be at least good so that mm-hmm. you can get this shit out in in a powerful way that's going to you know resonate with you. If you want to go be an and, artist, and at least one of like the three to four component. So. Yeah, totally. I mean, you don't you know the three chords and the truth is the deal. I mean, but you got to play those three chords okay. You know, yeah. at least good. <laughs> so yeah. you know, that's true. Right. Yeah, so. yeah if it's way out of tune, it's gonna be hard to listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's some records I love that are on the edge of that. But yeah, it's like right. Yeah, pure yeah, songwriting exactly. gold. So like it kind of. Like saves the all day. Three chords and uh, the and the truth. Yeah, I've never heard this. What oh is yeah, the, it's, it's for a, a it's like the philosophy of all music. <laughs> so somebody want to give me an example? I mean, a little bit. No, it's just a, a the more, the examples are, would be that you could take the same three chords and play literally as long as thousands yeah. of songs. I mean, listen to a John Prine song, um, and you know, there there you have it. You know, he's got so many just three C, you know, G, C, D, you know. Just talking well, it'll, it'll like when you hear what yeah. he's saying, how he puts the lyrics together, you're just picture you're, you're journey, humbled, right? man. You're mm-hmm. just like, holy fuck. Have you seen the, the YouTube videos? Of the, there's like a band called like the three, the three Chords of Destiny or something like that. They legitimately just play all the pop. That's songs that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they just literally it's the same ones. Then that's that's okay, but there's also they're also so vastly different. Yeah, you know. So that's that's really. To cool. quote Vanilla Ice, mine goes ding, 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 ding. I think he still I, lost I, that. I, well, I fell into a I Vanilla Ice. I fell into a Vanilla Ice rabbit hole one day on yeah. YouTube, and he is a like character. The, you mean like the, the the modern Vanilla Ice? Or uh, the, both, okay. both. The old in the back in the day when he like got sued, yeah. like right. the, Where he is now, it's all very interesting. Is he, is he very different, different than because like, he was he was a very Big reality star for a little bit, like him and yeah, Flavor he was, like, he that was one, doing some house flipping or something. Yeah, yeah, he was like he was like on MTV. He was I think he did yeah. he that's what I show saw. Or something like that, like that's yeah, the one that I know. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of. I mean, hey, whatever you got to do, man, get for yourself out Flavor there. Flavor like, Flav, I used to love him. Oh my Flavor god, Flav. he was one of the big, first like the, big. Yeah, he was one of the first yeah. big like reality stars. That was well, like, like wow. for me, like obviously his career was way before my time. So I see this pretty much geriatric looking like guy with a big clock on his fucking shirt yeah. like what the fuck is this this is hilarious but then you're hooked you're like, like yeah I'm like oh, yeah. I don't care like still to this day I can't name I feel like maybe I don't know I, I don't want to name but like it. without him you don't have Takashi 6 9 you know it's like you don't you don't <laughs> oh, have you don't it have does one go without the yeah. other yeah. you know he yeah. was the maybe beginning. maybe He's I, I was always just so surprised by his his excitement and his energy you know, like yeah. he was always just everything was just he, toast comes out of the toaster. And I feel like he's like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's excited yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. There, everything's that way. There are those people that are genuinely on a different energy level, like without any drugs, without, without anything, anything else. And yeah. it blows my mind because I'm so low energy just on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I have to drink a ton of coffee I have to eat healthy like I just to keep me like wanting totally. to do this thing you know just keep, keep the motors running yeah and um we have a friend of ours that does like a ton of work with us Jack and the guy just doesn't stop like we did a, like, a, a video shoot the other day with him where we were out in the desert all night like we did one the day before slept a little bit went out and did another video all night long and then he had to go 
and like return all the stuff after the music video shoot. And he calls me that day, just like nothing has happened. And I'm like waking up from like the dead asleep. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Or what's wrong with me? What's wrong with yeah? But yeah, I just I envy that sometimes. Some people just have those 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 motors. You yeah. know what I, mean? like, I, I think my young blood. Like anytime I've seen him play, yeah. like I just want a tenth of his energy. Do you guys know him, Youngblood? I know Youngblood. Yeah, like alternative artists. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, like I do. it doesn't. Like his music is cool. Like and like he just. But live, man. Oh right. Fuck. I like he could be seeing the fucking alphabet, like backwards to a fucking bluegrass track. I don't give a shit. And like I'm just hooked from his energy. It's nuts. He's got just the charisma on like, stage. You, you yeah. can't like you can't even knock him for anything else. Doesn't matter. Like when he's on stage, like you, you can't take your eyes off him. It's wild. It's sorry. Those kind of acts, though, like that. That's Cody like, just texted you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, the, that, there's Dudley. There's Dudley. Hey Dudley, can you not right now, please? Come here, baby boy. Come here, baby boy. You're okay. No one's here. Dudley is the honorary third <laughs> member well, of my rich. Uh, any of those like, like chimes, iPhone like, chimes. Yeah. Our security system will go off because Dudley. we're on doorbell. Uh, so he thinks he associates that with. The front door. With the front Just door. the ultimate guard dog. Watch out. He's hilarious, but he's so tiny. Like, he's not really <laughs> no. that much of a... That's why I always uh, I always laugh when our Italian greyhound or our cockapoo, like, starts going crazy. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like, actually, our neighbors over here uh, put up a ladder about probably four hours ago. Uh -huh. You can barely see it over the seven-foot fence right here. Just barking at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been there. He's like, this ladder, what is so this? So that's I new. Hate that hate yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, there's, I think there's still balloons in our power, power lines over here. He was just barking at the balloons for like an hour just because they're stuck in a power wrong. It's, it's weird. It's different. <laughs> Does he bark at the TV if there's like dogs or anything on the All TV? the time. Actually, animals. We watched Animal Planet. Uh, like one of the... Why would you do that to him? Oh, it's great though. <laughs> because some of them he's really enamored by. Like the dolphins. Yeah. The squirrel on the screen. But anytime... Oh my God. We watched like uh, Secret Life of Pet 2 or something like that. He's barking at that. He does it to horses, yeah. sheep. Like all the time, no matter what, but he watches the TV though. Yeah, same with my pit bull. My pit bull will get up, stand on her two legs, get up and like try to bite the TV. She only has two legs. Oh, wow. Yeah, she, she like, she wants to go after things. She also can't stand cats, can't stand oh. kids. Like I have to put a muzzle on her if I take her to the park because right. she literally lunges at kids. Jeez. Oh yeah, she, yeah, she, like she does not like them. Here's, here's my dog who's just like scared of everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's scared too. She's like frightened. I think she's actually frightened of kids because they, they kind of like stare at her. Right. But her her reaction is not to be like, I'm going to go this way. Her reaction is like, I'm going to eat you. Yeah. I'm gonna, Bring I'm gonna, it on. Yeah, I'm going to uh, eliminate the problem. <laughs> I'm scared of you. I'll just kill you and then you'll be gone. You know? That's the stressful <laughs> part of, you know, I mean, you love your dog, but, you know, I had a dog like that too. Yeah. It was a Rottweiler too. So yeah. it was a big oh, dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was my my 20s dog, you know, and I was living in WeHo and it was, I slept great because I had, you know, her yeah. in the butt. Oh my God, yeah. But I mean, it was, she fucking only loved me and that yeah. was it, you know, and it was like the most stressful eight years. It was just like, oh. everything was a deal. Although I probably saved my life because I mean, I'd be in some fucking cracked out wacko party in downtown LA, you know, doing really bad things and all of a sudden, oh, fuck, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. Oh, yeah, take so, you have a responsibility. Yeah, 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 exactly. I actually was telling Joe that just the other day. I was like, I was like, when I was younger and I was living in LA, I didn't do a lot of crazy things because I had my dog Bear at home. Uh. I was like, I know that like, okay, I can go out to a party. Like we'll hang out at Tyler's until like 6 a.m. You know, on a regular basis and we have a huge party. But now that we have Dudley, we're like, nah, we gotta come home. 
And that was how it was when I first moved out here because I had a dog at home. And I yeah. was like, I gotta get back. I can't. He's just there by himself. Like, I've been gone for four hours. This is far too long, you know? And I completely agree. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that whole thing of having a responsibility so that it keeps you in check. Yeah, it does. But I, I relate to your stressful life aspect yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah. having a dog that doesn't like a lot of people. It's tough. Um, and it's, it's tough. a bigger dog. You yeah. Know, have to you're, you're saying that this tiny little poodle of a thing who's less than 15 pounds isn't this look at oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scary people. I'm terrified of Dudley. She's, <laughs> we have to get like a website for him now yeah. so people listen to this. They can can actually see Dudley. Yeah. Yeah. No, or a Facebook page. A tiny little thing. He's cool. Um, have you guys ever read your, uh, your about you on Republic Records? Have you ever seen that? No. No. I mean, bro, I'm sure I, it's cringe. To be honest, it's actually very well well written. Oh, okay. Uh, like nice. whoever wrote it has they had the, the source out. Wait, there, right? does it like, does it say something about? Um, never mind. Go. Read me. Do you read it or write it? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you write? This? I can't write. They say something about my luscious locks and <laughs> uh, my golden. It skin. doesn't say locks. It's a different word than yeah, locks. Yeah. Locks. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's still luscious though. Uh, no, but like even a line like "Mob Rich makes intimate and bold music destined to be to build a broader community with kindred spirits." These are new anthems for the outcast. Ooh. Like it's like it's yeah. so, it's really it's That's really cool. well written, and the way that they do it. Um, it was inevitable that, given the bond forged by Maxwell and Connor, Mob Rich would explore duality. They're optimistic that the comfort and confidence they found in the shared strength and complementary differences will provoke and inspire. Like that kind of wording, man. That's Damn. Nice. I think I think the guy that wrote that is this guy who wrote just our bio for everything, and I'm who's blanking on his name. But we had a wonderful Wait, conversation he, with he's him. He's very good. Same as someone yeah. else's name that we. Like I don't know. I can't, I can't remember it right now. Well, his name is George. That's why you're thinking no. George. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Whatever. Just the closest person that's not me. I, I think, think his name was Dudley. Max. Yeah. 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 Like, Cody. Cody. Yeah. No, it might have been Max. Dudley. No, but I, I mean, honestly, like, it's, uh, it's well written. This is the same person who writes your bios and stuff like that. You I guys think... have, uh, at least in written word, you guys come off really well. Yeah, in person, it's a totally different story. <laughs> but, you know, from on the paper, we look really good, you know. I mean, you guys do look vastly different than the picture that they have up. What do we look like? What is it? I, I can't actually turn this because we're all like on a Is it the one with like blonde, short hair? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's in uh, North Hollywood uh, uh, subway station. North Hollywood subway, yeah. Oh, I, actually, I thought that I knew that backdrop. I was yeah. like, that looks like something I've known before. That, yeah. I've shot there too, actually. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's really funny. Yeah, we Jack Jack shot that the guy who the just did our latest video with unlimited oh, energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, the guy who's just so positive. He just goes. So he there. just goes, man. I, which which we love so you, Jack. I'll uh, I'll listening. talk to him about like you know about whether I you know my anxiety or my depression, and he's just like, yeah, I don't really get that. And I was just like. What a great <laughs> way to live, though. Like, huge, Jack. Yeah. What a yeah. great way. No anxiety. Yeah. Like, man, that's a... Bro, what, a what a way to respond to someone who's saying that they have anxiety. Damn, that sounds bad. I've never had that. I've never experienced that once in my life. Shit. I'm glad, though, that I don't experience that. Because that sounds real bad. Yeah. Don't find me up for that. Yeah. Everything I do is perfect, so yeah. I don't have to worry about anything. No, but you know there are those people, and I think it's I think oh, it's totally. it's rare nowadays. I think, especially in the day and age that we live in, where everybody's so hyper aware of their their everything. mental right. illnesses or their their troubles and tribulations. Well, that, there's a name for everything these days. Yeah, right, so, yeah. exactly, and I don't think that's wrong. I, you know, I like I wonder sometimes, like you know, 
where is the right balance to be yep. struck between you know being so aware of yourself to the point where you're you're giving everything clear distinction and this this is my anxiety this is my depression and, and where is on the other side maybe ignorance is bliss of all of it it kind of causes anxiety knowing that like the, the the list of things that you're like oh my god it's this when you when you pinpoint stuff like, yeah I understand that like well uh, you know but like, I also I, really quick yeah. I also think that knowing does give you the power to take action against Absolutely. it you know yeah. like it, if you're willing to actually if take you're action to, yeah and if it's willing. not so much that it's overwhelming yeah at that point, you know yeah. I, do have, I have friends who like realize that there's more problems than just what they thought and yes it's like oh now you've started this ball rolling you were already teetering and you weren't really sure and now that you know it's like now the world's crashing yeah. you know this reminds me of the app i downloaded called citizen Oh, yeah. oh we have that too. Oh my god. <laughs> That'll depress you. Yeah, if, if you want to like, if you want to get worried, <laughs> yeah, it'll make you worried real quick. I thought he was going to say friend. Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my, uh, I also have a, a, my main songwriting partner, just music partner for the last 20 years, we've been in a band called Jay. Mm -hmm. He is like that. He's like super fucking positive. Yeah. Like the, like high energy, always just like, and it, you know, imagine like, you know, we've, we've spent, we were in our mid thirties, and we were like, we were like, we both had record deals. We both, I had multiple records. You know, it was just. In, he was actually the first band ever signed to Drive Through Records. If you know them, punk, it's amazing. Yeah, we guys. know Richard Rain. So he, yeah. So cousin Oliver, his band was like number one. You know, they were okay. the first signing. So he's go. We all go back. He's a little older than me, but you know, same age range, old. <laughs> and um, anyway, so he's just so for in our mid thirties, we got together and. It was the weirdest experience because, you know, in the beginning we were, um, we we're just like, you know, fuck it. You know, we'll just figure this out because yeah. everything that we do, every tried, every time that he tried to make money and I tried to make, you know, money as a living, you know, it always got weird and it was always just left with bad experiences. Yeah. I, I could tell you a really weird experience. But uh, anyway, so he's this high energy super, and you know, he's like, we're like this. Yeah. And, um. The, be the beginning was weird working with the dude because, you know, he's not, I'm, I'm more like you. Yeah. I'm just kind of like chill. I can bring it up for a performance, but I, you know, I like to just, you know, read a book. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, I'm there with you. Yeah. So, and, you know, drink coffee, like you yeah. said. So, anyway, so I totally get that, that thing. Very, I, I know it very well, very intimately because, you know, he's one of my best friends and, uh, and he's also my main, you know, adventure and, and what like you know similar like you guys he has to bring a, a a unique like contrasting perspective to your right absolutely yeah i would say that you're so like spiritual in a sense like there's so many things that we we've had very long conversations big conversations and you don't look at things so just black and white you have such a worldly kind of way that you mm, think thank you things, yeah. which is also a, a, a different kind of trait other than just being positive you may not have a positive response, but your response gives hope and enlightenness in a sense. You Bro, know that, I mean? just, oh, cool. that just opened my eyeballs because, yeah, I, cause I feel that way a lot. I feel like I'm not like the most positive person all the time. Right. Yeah. And that just made me just like realize like maybe what I'm feeling is not a negative thing, but maybe a more... Just a just a different viewpoint. Totally. Yeah. No, that's totally wow. it. Damn. Especially just, if, you're not bringing, if you're not bringing someone <laughs> down, you're offering yeah. something else. That's that's not negativity. Like I have a very, I think very pessimistic about a lot of stuff, yeah. but I'm I'm more on the optimistic side compared to my wife, mm. which is weird because like I'm pretty much pessimistic generally, yeah. but I try not to be necessarily negative. But a lot of times I come off forceful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel the same way. I come off, I think it's like a skeptic and sometimes a pessimist. Yes. Just like, 
definitely a skeptic. Like everything, I question everything. The one thing I find myself questioning about myself personally a lot is because is that I will find myself thinking about something and I'll find myself not giving equal opportunity to the ability for there to be a positive outcome as there mm. to be a negative outcome. Okay, I see what you're and saying. And I think yeah. that there is something to be said about like, are we all aware, especially like going through the in industry and, and just like different walks of life, Yes, you need to have a cautious optimism about anything that's happening within within like your career because you, you, with songwriting, with record deals, with touring, with anything, you don't know how shit's going to turn out. You just right. don't. So you kind of like you you forge thick skin to not be excited about something until it's right in front of you and it's happening. But I think that there is a flip side of that of you see people and and I wouldn't liken it to, you know, manifesting or anything like that because I'm not really big into that type of mentality but i would say that the the ability to like give possible outcomes equal opportunity opportunity of yeah. like this could turn out really well like this could be good for me and true and, I, and i'm terrible about it and that's why like I all, i'm constantly so really self-critical because when i think of things whether it be song releases yeah. or i just attribute past experiences you know i just attribute well the last song didn't really do anything. But you know what, there's another thing that um, I would interject there is that while around your age, um, you know, I came out, I, I mean, my, right out of the gate, you know, I was in New York for a minute and mm -hmm. I'd, I'd met Gene Simmons and he I just, through a random series of events, put me in the band, you know, on RCA and flew me to fucking California. Um, that didn't happen, but it was a great experience. And then I, right from there, my, my drummer and I that were working together, we got signed to Arista. Mm -hmm. Came, that's how I moved here. Uh, that took suck two years out of my life and didn't do anything. And then I uh, got this deal with Tyler. We got a, a, a small record deal when he did an instrumental record. Your dad played on it, actually. Really? Yeah, seven, half of half of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. And, uh, and uh, anyway, that that went to shit and went to crap. We're dealing with lawyers and suing and blood and like I was like 25 26 I'm like this fucking blows right so but I also I was smart enough at that age to go you know I don't give a fuck about huh. like if I have to have a job right you know, or I have to figure out how to live so I'd rather just be happy because I, I've been doing this since I was six you know so I was like this is all I know so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this when I'm 90 mm. I'll fucking die doing this so right away I realized you know what I don't care about the outcome you know, it'd be great. Wow. I fucking think it'd be awesome if I got, you know, I can just have a mansion on the fucking top of the hill and kick ass, right? But I actually love this shit. You know, I'm like, every day I'm create. every day I write, every day I got a notebook, every day I, I, you know, I put away a certain amount of time in my day that's just creative. Yeah. And, you know, then eventually I went to one band, we did a small deal, we got things out, and then to the next band, I got my partner, and we've been putting out our own records for 20 years. Really interesting stuff happened there. Um, you know, and it's just, and it's forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually playing with a guy right now who's 75 and he shows up. We just, my first gig was a couple of weeks ago in Solvang. So Beautiful town. Yeah, Beautiful little town. Where? My guy, in Solvang, right out oh. near Santa Barbara. It's like a it's Dutch court. town. Oh, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, it's Danish, really yeah, it's dangerous. About, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking really awesome. intriguing. But, uh, so I, I played, um, there's a guy named there, Chris Polonis, who he plays in, uh, Jeff Bridges, the actor's band. And he's like oh. a very famous producer. He's pro he produces all like the legacy artists. He's doing Michael McDonald right now, all this. And he oh, owns dang. this cool little club. <laughs> and so we go up there. So I'm playing with this guy anyway. For the last five years, you know, he hired me to, to kind of work on a 
uh, well, you know, I guess uh, his daughter's record, right? Mm-hmm. But we started, we had a friendship, and he said, you know what, let's do a record. And I think I'm somebody one or two or three. What the fuck, you know? I mean, how many more years I got on the planet? I want right. to do one last great thing. Anyway, he was the founding member of one of the biggest. They created the Hate Ashbury sound. Okay, so him and like Neil Young and our fan, mm. you know, they, wow. they, they played. They were called uh, Moby uh, Moby Great. Oh yeah. So they're. If you Google, yeah, 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 yeah. You Google it, they're huge, right? It's so, so funny. Oh, we've heard that name a lot because oh, yeah. they came up. You know, we'll you guys, talk yeah, about yeah. that later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in our in our litigation uh, experience, they, they came up in our. In, well, oh, I'll, I'll, right? I'll okay. tell a story right. later. Right. Right. The upside is though, I see this dude, and for the last four years, minus the pandemic, um, you know, he's brilliant. His name's Peter Lewis. He's like. Just fuck. You just sit next to him and you learn shit. And he's also had the weird. His mom was the, so think of the biggest movie star ever. Mm-hmm. His mom was bigger. So his mom was Loretta Young, who would just multiple Academy Awards, had a career of seventy fucking years, and just Loretta Young owned, yeah, yeah. owned oh, wow. Hollywood. Right? It was before all our times, but still, it was you know no fun. cancellation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that all being said, here he is in his seventies, putting out fucking excellent music. The record we did is really out. Or we're about to record it. We demoed it, and. That's me, you know. I'm like, I, I'm gonna be 75 cutting records, or it's literally till the fucking day I die, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. It's. I mean, I I totally hear what you say about not caring about the outcome, and it's it's probably a good piece of advice. Uh, hard applied for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hard for anyone. Like to to say what you were like what you guys are talking about though. I feel like in the entertainment business or in, in any business that you do, especially when you're an artist. It's 30 failures and one success. Like it's a lot of failing. But what I've tried to tell myself all the time is every success is an inch. Every failure doesn't bring you back. You're still where you are. No matter how many times you fail, you're not going backward as long as you're continuing to create. So every time you get a small success or a big success or anything like that, you get that little bit. Mm. And every failure, you're still in that exact same spot. And everything you left behind, you're still there. So it sucks being told no. It sucks being told, you know, or, or that you, nothing works the way that it does. You mm-hmm. use it that doesn't go, or you have something you've written, or something you've created doesn't go. But if you just always remember, I'm further than I was, and I'm still going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that's my whole mentality. Ever since I moved here, I don't want fame. I just want to be comfortable doing what I love. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. Like it took me a little bit to realize that I'm comfortable doing what I love. I heard there a is uh, no failures in that, you know. I heard a good distinction between um, being famous and being a celebrity. The other day, I was listening to something, and they were talking about the difference between like there's nothing wrong, and there's nothing wrong with being a celebrity either. If that's you know, there's a lot of people whose lives are they right. lead it to be a celebrity. Being famous just means being recognized for right, for right. something. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just Rather like than you a celebrity, which yeah, I, see what you're I think celebrity has a connotation of like you know. Your Ted Bundy's red red carpet, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Whereas the Kardashians are a celebrity, yes. So I, I would say that also, all of also, us, but also, but also famous, yes, yes, yes. I would say I all of us, to some degree, you know, want like, fame. You, you know, you yeah. want to be recognized. For I would, I would, I would actually yeah. kind of say I'd want recognition. I'd, I'd much rather. Okay, so replace fame right, with recognition. Right, same, right. But same I, I think that yeah. in, in my in my in my own mind, the way that I see it is, I'd want that recognition within the circles that I work with, not sure. necessarily. You know, I want people who work in the same vein that I do to know who I am. That would be great. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to be recognized on the streets as yeah. much as just you know what I mean. No, uh, of course. Respect in that sense. To, of course. Yeah, to yeah, take yeah. it even one step further, or and kind of to the left of this, um, I, I was listening to uh, singer of 1975. Oh Matt, my God, Matty. Uh, Matty, Matty. Matty. I fucking love him. Like yeah, I, so I, cool. I, I, 
He was yeah. talking. He was, he was talking. Like, people were asking him, "Was like, are you happy?" Because he was like, he gets off a very like, you know, yeah. uh, early Morrissey vibes. Oh, you know? totally. Like, you know like, everything seems very mm-hmm. yeah. Like and, he's gonna take his and, life for you. And he was like, kind of he said something that stuck with me, and, and I'm bringing it back around to what you guys were just talking about. But he said, he's like, give me purpose. Oh. Yep. He said, give me purpose over happiness. Oh. And that fucking hit me. And like what you guys were saying is like about fame and 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 um, celebrity and stuff. It's like I like that. I would even take it even one over and just like give me purpose over fame. Yeah. Give me purpose over celebrity. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. like sure. I, I've been noticing lately, like for me at least, like I get so like sad because that day I didn't fucking hit the mark that I've set for myself. Yeah. And that's going to happen every day. And then when I compare myself to others, I'm like, well, I'm not famous yet. I don't have the house in the hill. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, why not? And I think it would just all be a little easier if every morning and night, you know, I woke up and went to bed realizing like what I'm doing, there's a purpose to it. Yeah. And like for myself, at least like it, it can be anything. It could be, you know, whatever your vision of what your purpose is. But uh, lately, I've just been thinking about just like performing, and like, my purpose that. being a performer, and like bringing people joy through performance. And I'm so awesome. excited to hit the road. Right, Same. you guys have such a fun set. And you, yeah. you just, wait, wait, you did you say that one? Right, is Judge on May 14th? Yeah, yeah, really recently. And you're hitting the road soon. Is yeah. that uh, first show is in August? It's Lollapalooza. Oh, which, which is That's fucking cool. nuts. Like, is nuts. Like, yeah. I remember like yeah. just wanting to play at. Uh, like Athfest back in Georgia or like Music Midtown and like on is, the is that, is that like a state fair kind of thing is that like well a... Music Midtown is pretty big that one's a pretty big one that's like you know like Wiz Khalifa Music I, Midtown or Motown sorry uh, Music Midtown Midtown is Midtown Atlanta is like their downtown area oh yeah oh that yeah okay so it's like named after that I remember back in the day though they used to have you probably had these here but like 99X was like the alternative rock station but they had free concerts yes yeah like all the time and yeah. they don't have those anymore and like I don't know kind of hey, hey let's just talk about after the pandemic and you guys finally going to have like right. yes. interact with fans interact with people again yeah. it's that. um no not that buddy you cannot play with that Dudley <sighs> just got a squeaker and this is the most annoying uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta keep that up man he doesn't even want to play with it he wants to stare at you and just go <laughs> and he just he just stares at you and squeaks. Like you like try to grab it, he just goes back and stares at you and squeaks. So, so I'm so sorry to cut you off. Like oh, a sixties yeah. radio oh. doo wop. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna oh, use this in our songs. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna be <laughs> a psycho if you guys like like he's uh, there's also we did get a new one. I'm talking with Mike, but we, we have oh, a hell yeah. we have Beautiful. a what is that? It's, it's a, a sheep. sheep? Well, yeah. my wife's from Wales, so of course we'd have a sheep that makes that noise. Well, that's <laughs> a, you think she'd have her whale. I don't know why I'm doing uh, this, though. Uh, do you know the connotation with Welsh people and sheep? No, notice no. Where, notice where the sound comes out of, too? <laughs> Behold. Sheep's done a lot of, sheep's sheep's done a lot of anal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that goes for Greeks, too. Though. Oh, yeah. Greeks and sheep, really? Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, lowly up there in the hills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that why all the older Welsh people moved to Greece? Is that what's sex? Hey, <laughs> give well, me the, purpose Greeks over fucking a sheep. That way. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard, heard the story about the, uh, the, the bridge builder? The guy? Please do tell me. Let's, let's call him... Let's call him... Uh, 
David. David. I really wanted you to say one of our names again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say George. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say George, but I was like, is it too soon? <laughs> too soon. No, is this a real story? David the No, it's not a real story, but you know, it's like one of those okay. like uh, let's hear about So it's a joke. It's supposed to be told with an accent, but I'm not even gonna try. It was uh, it's about about Dave, the uh, the bridge builder. He's sitting in a bar and a guy comes sits next to him. He starts telling him a story. He says you know, uh, you look out there, you see that bridge there. I built that bridge. It's like, but they, don't, they don't call me Dave the Bridge Builder. That bridge over there, I built that as well. Oh, I know this. Three <laughs> miles down as well, I, I built that bridge as well. But they don't call me Dave the Bridge Builder. Though. I built two bridges yesterday myself with my bare hands. But they still don't call me Dave the Bridge Builder. But you fuck one sheep! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good actually. That's great. <laughs> I wish you would have used George. <laughs> you fuckworms! Which would have been George. Oh, we know we were Greeks. We had we were uh, my family's all farmers, man. Up in the like in the boondocks too, and we had a huge farm up there. Where God at? Knows, Where's Greece. up there, hon? What Greece. state? Oh, in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 You want to hear a totally whacked out story? This is a fucking true story too. So my great grandfather, this is how we got to the States. He would go boat over the, you know, hit New York, get on a train and drive to Mexico through Nogales, buy pot, hemp (laughs) and hash and fucking go all the way back to Europe, sell throughout Europe. And that's how we bought all that land and the farm, you know? So, and he'd go back and forth. And one time my grandfather's, my great uncle, I guess, you know, he, he got, he was like hanging out with some Greek family, random in Nogales in Arizona. And he's like, you mind if I stay for the summer? And they're like, stay, you know, okay, go for it. And then war broke out, World War II broke out. He got stuck here. So, and after the war, he's like, come on over, it's getting's good. Wow. But if it wasn't, I mean, think about it, like the balls of some dude. I mean, literally, I mean, we're talking up in the mountains, 1910, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm just going to so get, so right. get on a boat. Get on a boat for months. Right? Like, yeah. Long so, yeah, exactly. Right. And then just cruise across the whole country, go into another country in Mexico. I didn't speak a lick of English or, or Spanish. So I don't know Dude. how the fuck he managed it. And, and then Jesus. just roll back with like tons of hemp and hash and everything and just sell it and buy land. Wow! How did yeah. like where did the idea come Who from? Who the that's, fuck knows? I, I wish I knew. Yeah, I got this really cool picture from all of them when they were like, it's it's a hundred years old. It's probably like nineteen oh five or something. And they look just like a like a band of like marauders, man. Crazy! I love the story. One critique. Yeah. Why didn't he come back and just grow it? Because it was like before prohibition, right? Or was it already? I don't illegal? know. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe you couldn't grow it, huh. couldn't get it, in or maybe you can't. Know. Yeah, maybe like well, what's just the, like weather-wise. Yeah, weather-wise, yeah. 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 Are you yeah. able to? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. California. Yeah. But then yeah. I tell you this: I don't even know if there's weed or anything like that in, in any part of Europe. So. Exactly, because it would be. Oh, Europe, Europe, Europe still sees weed as like it's still like a class two drug, like like cocaine is. Yeah. Like they still see it that way. Because like my dad, my dad loves his marijuana. Like he that was like, is, and he tried to take it. He was like, "Can I take some over for Christmas?" Because I've no. never seen you always take it, just never smoke weed. Right? Well, did you did you see the uh, professional basketball player? Yeah, he just got arrested in Dallas, in, in Texas. Yeah, for less than two ounces of weed, it was in a grinder. You know, it's Alex Caruso. It's uh, a yeah, uh, Lakers player. Backup it, point guard, yeah. For and he was trying it to sucks. come back to LA. Yes, it yeah. sucks yeah. for him. Listen, yeah. it sucks uh, for him. 100%. He'll be all right. But oh, what God, really yeah. sucks for is the 
thousands what? and thousands of people that are still in jail in the states that it's legal, legal now. Yeah. yeah, which makes no sense. It's, Get it's rid of that. Insane. Like, and so many of them arrested for so tiny amounts. Non-violent drug offenses. Correct. Some which of is them now first not a time, drug. Which is now not a drug, which is now being ra raking in money for the government and you're still imprisoning oh, it, them. It's profiting off of their imprisonment. I donate a lot to that tax. It's crazy, <laughs> man. It's 20%. I think Dude, it's, it's a 18% lot. or something it's like that. Something a lot. I'll tell you what, I come to my like my total when I'm gonna get delivery or whatever, and I'm just like, how did this almost just double? Yeah. Right. Like if like if it's hundred bucks, then there's like hundred fifty. But every time I'm like, I don't give a shit. Well, twenty like, percent of that is tax, and then the other yeah. thirty is the delivery fee to like, somebody. Yeah. And, and then you got a tip. Yeah, you exactly. Know what tip, yeah. And then, um, yeah. Are, are you guys? I, I'm gonna just open this up, even though. I don't think we want to do, do want a noodle. If you guys want to, we definitely want a noodle. I want to ask this real quick. You guys, if you aren't doing anything for the fourth, you're welcome to come over. Ah, one. Should I, I'm He's actually, going to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico, Where which will be the Mexico? first uh, Cabo. Oh, so I've never been to Cabo. I literally just got back from Cabo. We'll, we'll have to do Cabo. it again because I'm realizing how easy it is, A, to fly because it's a couple hours, super short. Yep. And then when you get there, there's tons of Air, Airbnbs for like literally cheap between 30 to 100 cheap 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 it's crazy sorry so expensive when you, yeah. when you expensive <laughs> right when you get off the airplane yeah i guess cheap uh, the airplane. Airplane. yeah right when you get off the airplane you go through and you get past all the people trying to sell you a timeshare the moment you come out there are three bars it's good to know that that's, that's gonna hit me when i get uh, out so just you know give, give me all the pointers they split they split the way you walk out into like four different hallways and it's confusing but every door on that way leads you to the outside but what they do is they put they litter a bunch of people in there trying to sell you timeshares or taxis. Right. Do not do any of that stuff. Walk all the way out, get to one of the bars. It's like outside, the souvenir shop after a ride. Yeah, except it's worse. They're trying to show you a part of someone else owning a, a house. It's the worst thing. But you'll love it. Like you absolutely it's cheap. It was great. Are you going <clears> with anybody who started. speaks any Spanish? No, uh, we all no, pretty you much no. Okay. Okay. But oh, okay. they've been, Cabo. the, the Cabo couple that we're going with has been before, and that was like the whole oh, reason okay. I was like, yes, yeah, so somebody's going, right. yeah. Like I was just like, because I mean, half of the like weirdness about traveling is is communication, right? Yes. But that's why London's great because it's like if if you're an English speaker, you can go there. It's pretty simple. Australia is super simple. Like. And most most European countries in general have a lot of people there that speak. Uh, you, know, you go to Italy and anything like that, you still are. It's their second language in that sense. Yeah, but, but when you go to these places, you want to make sure you have like some sort of yeah. connection to that because there is like a level of respect a lot in, in European countries of like, okay, you're trying, and I, I appreciate that. Correct. Yeah. And uh, you definitely um, I might have to pick up my Duolingo. I can I can sing get through process. a few of those yeah. lessons. I can sing process snowman in Spanish. Let's hear it. And ask. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Mi hombre de nieve es feliz y está muy gordo con la boca la nariz dos ojos en la cabeza un sombrero. That's how Fuck much I know. Yeah. About it. Absolutely. How, how the hell? Where did you learn that? So I took four years of Spanish in high school, and that's, that's what I got. That's, that's all you need. If you pulled that more, shit out at any bar in Mexico, you're made. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. I, one of my best friends from Venezuela. All the anytime I meet someone new, she's like, sing the song. Sing the song. Yeah. Like, do I have? I'm, I'm just like a little little singing doll. Like I just have to sing songs. So. I went to uh, I went to Brazil with my girlfriend in January, and. Uh, She's from Brazil, so we went to her hometown. It's a place called Aracaju, and she, her family still lives there. And none of them speak English. Um, 
very, 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 very minimal. But like, I'm the only one there that doesn't speak Portuguese, so they're not gonna speak English for me. So everybody's speaking Portuguese, and man, that is the way to learn a language. Right. Yeah. You just immerse yourself for. Yourself I was only there for uh, six days. And I really feel like if I was there for... I picked up nine words. No, but I'm not even it? joking. If I was there for a month, I'd probably be pretty fluent. You yeah. have to, yeah. yeah. Like, when you start picking up on stuff, you start realizing what's going to happen. You start feeling the dialect. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. The annotations, it was, it was the cool. rhythm. Right. Yeah, I would just sit outside with her grandma who who has Alzheimer's. So she like repeats herself a lot, but we would just sit and just talk. And I just Which is like, great when you're trying to learn. Yeah. Like, you know, she was just, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to hell. Uh, it's true. I like the way your mind works. <laughs> like, but you're trying the positivity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, it's, it's not negative. It's just a different perspective. You know? Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, but she's she's such a sweet old lady, and we would just sit and talk, and I just have like my translator out on my phone, and so anything that like I didn't understand, I would just read it. But, um, and she's the type of person who like doesn't realize that you don't understand, yeah. right? So she's just talking at full speed, and, and you're trying and, to, keep and I'm up, like, yeah. uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was a lot of fun, man, and it's it was it was cool to see, you know, m most of the trips that I've done, either through music or just like. I went to Mexico, but I was in an all-inclusive resort, so it was like, you're not you're not seeing right. any culture, but totally. li like staying with her family. And you're then, seeing a culture, but it's, you're it's seeing not our from there. our culture basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, there's an Applebee's. Yeah. And it was cool. It was just like a really awesome experience to go see a bunch of things that you really don't see unless you totally. you know people there. And um, I'll tell you that the, the way you've gone with technology, though, and the ability to be able to do what you did with Brandon yes. your phone. Yes, on iWatch. Right, like, I was yeah, just about like, to say that. To be honest, when we, when my wife and I traveled China and we did Japan, like, honestly, being able to, to quickly translate on Google Translate on our phone. I've never like, tried it. So, what do you mean? You could, like, somebody could be talking to you and, like, you'll yeah, like, yes. you can yes. do it on the Apple Watch. No, you can do it. Too. So, we, we would, what we would do is, if, say, we were looking for a train station, or whatever, we would say it. It would give us the their, their alphabet, their symbols for it. We could figure that out. Yeah. And if we wanted to say something to someone, because everyone, at least in China, everyone is connected to their phones. Like, you don't have cards. It's all on your phone. If you want to pay for something, you literally put your phone up, it like scans something and you're yeah. done. They don't use credit. They, everything's debit. They frown upon credit. You can't use credit in a lot most, of places. Dude, we, wow. we, we realize that, but most countries frown upon credit. Like when we went Even to, Europe's the same way. You have a yeah. number for everything because they want it. To, they don't want you to get into debt. The U.S. is like, hey, here's thirty thousand dollars for credit. Yeah, that's you're fucked. Yeah. That's yeah. why they a lot of people drive bicycles too because yeah. they, they realize that like I don't have sixty thousand dollars in my bank to drop to on just a car. Buy a car. car yeah. and I also don't have the money to consistently pay for it. Yeah, of course. So they're like, it, it is. It, it is much more like. So does leasing not exist in Europe? No, it does. I'm or is sure it just does. like, it's, it's just, just like, like not. It does. My wife's, my wife's dad actually leases his car through his company, but he doesn't lease anything personal. So it's not like an asset of him. Like no one could come and like come after his assets if he stopped paying. Uh, yeah, I guess not the way that he does it. No, but he also is a proponent of, he's, he's That's why I run everything through our LLC. Don't tell Connor, but I run everything I do through our LLC, you know, just so I have no liability to myself. My rent, you know, you know. It's don't. very smart if you do that as long as you have someone else running the LLC. Yeah, if you're the one running we it, do. Yeah, we do. Okay. we're good. All right, yeah. cool, cool. His, his, his name is uh, Connor Maxwell? Uh, <laughs> no, his name is George. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course it's president um, we've been going for a little bit can we get a little bit of noodling can we just get some play I love what you were doing earlier by the way I I, I think I love where you're going with uh, uh, the mood and that the hangover and stuff okay. if, if purpose
purpose could come in that in any way because I really think that bring up a purpose is I think that's uh, that should be our theme, right? Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier about Tyler. We've been talking a lot about it, and I was thinking about something of I was thanks for the hangover, but like in a good way. Of yeah. like, I appreciate you like let me party and have a oh, good time. I like that. And I was like, when you guys were talking about Tyler, sorry, should I? But we were talking about Tyler and like how generous he is, and like for me, sorry specifically, like. <laughs> He's fed me and gotten me very drunk. And like, that's pretty much our relationship. And you guys are much more personal. But, but like, in my mind, I was like, thanks for the hangover, man. I, I like appreciate that. you, man. I like it. I really like that. All right, you guys want to, here, let's let's get a couple of chords going. We'll just freestyle the verses. And let's, let's like get a three-part harmony going for the chorus. I like just a little E to A. What would it be like? To, uh, oh yeah, sorry. It'd be a G to um, a D to G. Because you guys are tuned out. Maybe then, then maybe do it. Just go up to the to the E minor, and then right back. Everybody cool with that? <laughs> three chords. Yeah, there you go. Three chords is some truth. So let's come up with our, our chorus so we know what we're doing today. Oh, thanks for the hangover. So maybe, uh, what can we say? You guys, three-part harmony? Oh, three-part harmony, baby. Let's get it. Okay. We can do oh, this. Oh, thanks for the hangover. Hangover. Thanks for the hangover. How about that? Or yeah, following you. Okay. Yeah, you, you give us the main Thanks line. Thanks for the. No, that's a little bit too cheesy. Hold on. Um, all right, so we got G V, right? Or D to G. What do you want? Yeah, D to G. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. And then go. For the, so it was like, oh, thanks for the hangover, thanks for the smiles. Just a, you know. Like that? So, how about this for the cult? Thanks, thanks for the hangover. Thanks for the smiles. Maybe it has something different than smiles. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like the word either. Give me another word. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the thanks for the time. Memories? Fun? Uh, uh, I guess something. Yeah. Thanks for over. Thanks for the time. No, that's good. It, it sounds a little bit more, but it does kind of sound like someone has died. Like a, a little bit. Good. A little bit, like, it's not negative, it's just a different perspective. Negative. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where you're going to go. Well, let's get our harmony. We'll use smiles for as a placeholder, and let's roll. Sure. Let's try, and then we could just figure out the verses piece by piece. So, uh, thanks for the hangover. You guys, who's, I don't know where your voices are. Sorry. I'll do th thanks for the hangover. I'll just keep it. And you, you got a higher voice? Okay, cool. So, thanks for the hangover. Thanks for. Thanks for the hangover. Thanks for the smile. One more time. 
Thanks for the... Okay, okay, find it, find it, yeah. I just want something, something. Thanks for the hangover. Thanks for your time. Your time and then the ride. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe low, but what 
alone What we share Will keep me going for days and days I have It ain't too much Something good It's just enough we share keep me gone for days thanks for the hangover thanks for the time thanks for the Wishes in a box. Call my best friend. I think I'm gonna need a talk. Talk me down again from the ledge. Cause I don't even know where I'm headed to. But I know you and I, we were good together. I know you and I, we got wings like feathers that carry us on the way. I don't know how it got here, but that's okay. chat a bit more we'll do a little bit more but right now let's uh take a uh, restroom and uh yeah let's do it pee break <laughs> and there's this just gorgeous woman and i'm like i am here for mike tankle and she's like oh follow me puts me up in an elevator i open up and it's just Crazyville. Okay, so people are eating sushi. They've got some sort of mega air purifier that's just literally sucking all the cigar smoke there's out. No, so, so, and, you, and, and they're like, so you could be eating. I mean, there's literally dudes eating like very awesome sushi right in front of you. And the guy and his partner's you know, smoking a cigar. There's a table room over there and they're playing like heavy stakes poker. And it was so that dude, uh, the guy from. Um, Who's the German guy that's got that really weird accent? It was huge from the cowboy movie not too recently. Oh, Django Unchained, that guy? Yeah, that guy. Uh, Christopher Waltz. Waltz. That guy, yeah. So, like, he walked around, and I'm like, and then there was like a Jonas Brother walk. I'm like, yeah, it it was nuts. And actually, a built. We got got that. We got a sushi boat there. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. That's right. We We got I I, I swear to God, this sushi boat was like four and a half feet long. It was like like the size of this table, honestly. It was insane. 
And the thing is, we got it for like five of us, I think. Yeah. We, we crushed it. it. Yeah. We actually crushed it. And the great thing is, was it on like a naked person? Yeah. No. no that would have been that would have been favorite. better. Was in a that's boat. not a real never sushi s- boat. Yeah. No. <laughs> wait, wait. I was in a sushi boat, but it's on a person. Should yeah. that be a sushi purse? Body float. Body and then a Sorry. boat. Yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously, boat. you've never. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had it? Oh no! I'm just curious. I've never done that. I don't know if I would. Would be cute if they did like sushi on the back of a puppy and it walked around. <laughs> yeah, but you have you might have a little hair unless it's a hypoallergenic like. No, they would just like you like, like, like a plate, no, like a like shaved a rat like, dog, yeah, like a little. really disgusting shaved rat dog that just has sushi on its face. <laughs> yeah, we'll shave the puppy. Don't worry. I love yeah. the difference between yeah. both of you. You're like, how cute would it be for sh- yeah. you know a puppy and Max was over here like, yeah, it's a rat dog. It's a rat dog. Like it's uh, it's great. It's I like a sphinx cat, you know. Oh yeah. Why are you hairless? Like a hairless mole rat? Yeah. But a cat wouldn't bring it to you and be like, fuck you. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. It'd be yeah. like, no, thanks. Yeah. This is mine. I mean, I mean the fish. So what if you bought, what if you bought sushi off of a body and like, I came out and it was all over me. Would you still eat it? Yeah, why not? All right, thanks. Are you nasty? I mean. Yeah, are you clean? <laughs> is you nasty? Look at me. You think I'm <laughs> So on the, on the body oh, sushi, oh, just because I'm a novice, is this actually on the body? I have no idea. No, it is. So suppose, well, I do think that there's a I've only seen it on TV. Like, I think they put like like seaweed or something like that down that it's there. So they put layers of, 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 of butter on the bottom. Imagine if that's your <laughs> so job. <laughs> what do you do? Oh man, people eat sushi off my naked body. It's fucking crazy. That's just what they do. I would assume the people that do that Someone's are of a certain it, yeah. echelon of looks. But they also have to have a really good bladder because I'd be like, I don't take a piss, y'all. Yeah. Or shit, even worse. <laughs> right. like, I'm about to release the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be back with your fucking... Or yeah, what if they don't even tell you and, and they did it? What if they took a shit before they laid down? And there's just a little bit left over. There's no bidet, right? And it's just like, uh-oh. These are questions that need answers, man. Yes. We do or, hit the hard-hitting questions. What is crazier? A motherfucker stands up and all the sushi's attached to him, like they're magnetic to sushi. So like, you know, well, you would like, think that, like white. If you use white rice, that's sticky anyway. It's sticky that's rice. That's right. It's already gonna be if on you. Stick your rice. What if you're trying to get it and the, the bottom half just sticks to them and you're like, Ugh, it's just. Well, then you gotta lick it off. Oh, that's just how it goes. Right. Is that how it goes? No longer. I wonder if like the same people that double dip also would lick the body. <laughs> We see the body like it's not a person, but the person that is kind of. No, you can the call sushi. him the body. It's okay to call him the body. But like, so wait, double dippers probably. Do you double dip? Do I double dip? Yeah, do you double dip? At home, I've been known to double dip. Sure, not see, in a so public place. I think that's public. No, I wouldn't double dip at someone's house. You know. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Like, you're raised right. So yeah. okay, but what, <laughs> I mean, if the chip breaks, if the chip breaks, then you use that same chip to, to get, get the, the chip, chip out. Yeah. All right, come on. Before sure you put it in, right? yeah. Before you, yeah. You lick the no, chip. you lick the cl- you lick the chip clean, then you put it back in, and you get the chip out. I feel like in. The post-COVID world right now, I feel like it's going to be weird to blow out birthday candles because you're just blowing your own. Oh air yeah, over that's like, yeah. For but, but now it's vaccinated air. You're like, yeah, right. blow that shit. You, you have to hold up your vax card as you're blowing out your own hand. <laughs> I actually it's think like, that's the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing it that I, it, man. <laughs> one thing that I realized, like you know, because after trying to, um, can you pour me just the tiniest bit? Um, Don't ask. Connor, right after me, yeah, yeah. 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 it's a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, do you have a bottle? Of well, I, s- I watched him pour Cody's. Oh, hell, yeah. Yeah. no, 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 yeah. 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 I'm driving here. Yeah. To I watched him pour Cody's, 
his last breath, breath and it was like yeah. this. Oh my god. <laughs> sure. Whatever, dude. Cabernet. Well, one thing that I realized I when um when just with relationships in general, but specifically the relationship with my dad and my mom, I found that like the reason that I was able to skate over so many differences that me and my dad shared was because we had a common bond through like music. Right. And so and so that common bond of like, you know, whether it be kind of our existential view of the world or or just both having some relationship to music still in our lives was like something that it's it common out and it smoothed like all the other stuff over and, yeah. and I was like okay I don't need to talk to you I don't care if you disagree yeah. with me on this stuff because you're my dad and I love you, like you whereas, do, but I do but yeah. like but whereas with my mom I share very little commonality, commonality like in our day to day lives and the yeah. things that like we're passionate about and so the differences became so much more apparent and so much more Amplified. frustrating mm -hmm. like whereas like I would look at the differences of our opinion I go how can you fucking think like that? Like, because because that was it. That was all there was. Yeah. And so what I started doing and been trying to do is just find commonality with like with people that I like disagree with. Because I just I think that if you can find I mean it's it's and tales all this time, but if you can find some common ground with somebody, the other stuff becomes a lot easier to start to work into and to start to go like, all right, well like why do you think that? Or like why is like you can get there a lot more um amicably than like if you just have these hard differences in front of each other, like the same with I think. You need to let goes. those because there's a great book which I used to hate. It's one I, I read this. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence oh, People. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, read it? Yeah. So to me, this is the opposite of what I. I've am. never read it. Okay, just, but just I. I have very like network marketing. It's like, uh well yeah basically uh, the upshot is you can never win an argument right yeah. so um, I I'm very direct and I don't mind arguing I, if you have a different opinion. I'm cool. I don't get offended. I don't get offended if you don't believe me. I can care less. You know, it's like, but I will engage you if you want to engage. It's be cool because you know, I always, I always leave like maybe you know I'm wrong. So I, right. So if somebody has a you know if you you work through it, I've, many times in my life I've been in conversations where I'm talking about something like I'm an, I know this, and someone goes, well, did you look at it like blah blah blah? I'm holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're totally right, dude. Yeah. I was wrong. You know, I don't care about you know being right. I want to find what's right. Yeah. So the the book though, uh, it's uh, it it's grown on me in memory a little bit over the years because especially in these days, um, like I said, you could never win an argument, right? Re I realize now that it just ain't worth it, you know. Like if somebody's just like you're pissing people off and it's just creating anti love, I, I let it go, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm, what I'm saying is not gonna you know change you. I've said my piece. I think. I, you know, I leave the whatever logic at the door, and then I move on to like how you did with your dad. Like my best friend since we were third grade, you know, grew up with, the, with this guy, and he's back in Chicago. And uh, you know, he is uh, complete, 180 percent, uh, 180 degrees, you know, different as like how he looks at life and yeah. politically and all that. But we're, we grew up playing guitar. We started a company together. We sold a musical training device. We sold it over to 100 countries. You know, we, we had some success with it. Um, that's all we talk about is just music, you know, and it's still good and it's still my best friend. It's still cool. And I, I, I mean, I'd still go, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? But I mean, <laughs> yeah. but I let that at the door. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to put you a little on the spot. We don't have to yeah. answer this, but it'd be cool. Yeah. So what is, um, what is, what do you, 
what do you emote in your music? Like, what's are, are you guys touching on any of this or like what's like some of it? Depend. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you go off. Ahead. Go no, that's um, a great like, question. Like your last record. Yeah. Like, yeah was, so like it it touches. Uh, so for the most part, what we try to touch on are like questions of whys in our lives, and I think that it spans a lot of different subjects, but. For example, More like existential with, type, type yeah. subjects, less the, political because in the beginning, in the beginning, we just we kind of realized to go back to what kind of what we're talking about. It's like we're not like super political activists, and so we're not going to pose as one, even though right. like, and, and not even because some of this stuff is philosophical. Like, no, absolutely, stuff that you've been talking it's, about. It's more that like we didn't for, even till, till now, we're still working on it, but like. Th- you find your voice, right? right? You find your voice. You find you figure out what you're good at having a conversation about, right? And and unluckily, but luckily, we became friends with this guy named Grandson. His artist name is Grandson. Very politically motivated type music. And seeing him do his music, you're like, that guy fucking has a voice. He knows what he wants to say. It makes fucking sense. So the second that we sit down and we try to voice our feeling and opinion, we feel like fucking like like imitators we feel like we are not that like it doesn't feel real like we we know what we feel we just don't know how to voice it in that way because we never from, from a political what, from a, so yeah so what, yeah so I, I would say that our voice is it's very existential it's very like um bittersweet i would say there's a ton of contrast in our voice so i i would say that our whole thing is trying to find the two sides of a subject um, most of our, like m- most of our songs, I think, have that. Like, for example, with like "Made to Made to Fall," uh, off our last record, is just all about the question of like, you know, whether we're made broken or we become broken. You know, mm. just like just that's cool. Just that, and there's a million of those. Like, two sides is about how if you Great title, the, the nature thank you nurture type stuff yeah it's like it's, it's all a, about duality. two sides is just like about no matter how high you go you're gonna feel the opposite yeah, we have this theory about how like the, the same people that can feel a, a great like sadness are the same people who can feel the same happiness like like to the to the other side of that right like as happy as you can get you can get just the sad and a lot of times they come at the same time you know like when you know, there was a time where we had just signed our record deal and all of these great things were happening and yet, like, you know, Connor's family was going through some stuff at the time and, like, yeah. he, we were just talking about how, like, there is no ultimate life, you know? to give me yeah. purpose over happiness. Yeah. There, there like, is no... What hit you. There's just no moment where you, you sit back and you go, like... Oh, this is fucking it. You know, it's like no matter at least what in you're my opinion. Is life. Yeah, it's, it's just like, that is life. Everyone thinks life is like the pursuit of happiness. I it's like it's I, the purpose. Pursuit. It's not the happiness. I it's actually pursuit. believe and this might sound like a little morose, but it's 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 kind of what I believe a, a lot of the time. Like I go back and forth, but there's a great line in the first season of True Detective, I don't know if you guys have watched the first season. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not the first season. But he... There's a friend who was on uh, the third season. I watched the third season. Yeah, Yeah. the first season is my favorite by far. I think it's the best. But Matthew McConaughey has this line where he's talking about how he believes that 
human consciousness was a misstep in evolution and how that like our consciousness and our ability to be aware and to think at the capacity that we do is just it was just an accident because it was an accident but like i think that we are burdened with it and we are constantly trying to drudge through life to try to apply meaning to it to create to to create something to create anything to make us go (laughs) Okay, this is why I'm here, and I know I'm here. Well, that, I think that might apply more to like uh, why religion popped up, but I think if you um, again maybe remove yourself and go a little further back, like if you just use like you know like the word syllogism, like you know, kind of like deduction, right? Like if you just go all the way back, like why should shit exist, right? So we know like you know through just general physics that there is this table's not really here. Right. Your body's not really there. I'm not. Re- this fucking guitar is not really here. It's just matter. things, m- atoms, right? Yeah. And, and what matter really is is just energy going in a circle so fucking fast. It appears to the way that we look at it like it's a fucking table, but it ain't there. It's just the, if the energy just went away, Could everything light, would disappear. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about every planet, every star, every <clears throat> galaxy, asteroid belts, moons, fuck the suns, the whole fucking deal came from something infinitely smaller than a pinhole, right? So we, we'd have, we're clueless to, it's not biology or even just consciousness that we have a fucking touch on. We have no idea. Right. If you look at the end, you know, if you just to re, re, reverse engineer it, I think the upshot is, is that nothing should exist, right? Yeah. I mean, logically, yeah. uh, none of this should be here, right? So then well, it leaves does, us with, right? but it's here, so there's some sort of, something that we don't get maybe that's what people call it god yeah. and then from god it dis- distills down to religion well, which gets with, with consciousness and, you, know. you have like and because we yeah. are able to be like there is a now right right so therefore because of the way that the human brain is or whatever it is we have to go like there's a that constant like but why mm. why is why is it now why are we here what is the purpose and i think i think everything ties into that of, right of like yeah I mean, we could just be a game. We could, we could be I know. That's yeah, I mean, exactly. Do you ever get into like simulation <laughs> Bro, theory? I, I play VR like that, a good yeah. bit. And, like when I first started playing it, I was like, fuck. What if this I was No, bro. I was like in there. I'm like, bro. And I'm playing yeah. the game. If this is a game, bro, hit restart. Like, let me start. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and if you got uh, shitty eyeballs. that I got? Respond, Can I not redo baby? this? Yeah, let's I would just be again. pissed if I had to wear like glasses for real, for real. Because then I'd be like, God damn it. Like, like can you do an update on my eyeballs or some shit? Yeah, yeah, as what? the old fuck in the room, I get to respawn first. <laughs> 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 There's a great question, or like we, because we do this like would you rather thing. We were actually thinking about doing like a full fledged podcast where basically it's just a bunch of would you rather questions. Yeah, that, that that's lead, like that the, lead to the, the, yeah other the, topics or whatever. But there was a great one that we asked each other, and it was um, would you rather? We should ask them. Yeah, no, so I'm gonna ask them. Would you rather have one do over? So when you die, no matter when you die, you go back to the beginning and you start. Or with all the knowledge that you already have. Yes, with all the with all the knowledge. Everything. So like you from now have. to then. I don't even oh. need the other one. I don't even know. Uh, the, or I don't need the other one. Every five years, you can have a save marker. So like you can restart those old, five years. At five years old, you can have a save marker at 10, 15, 20, and you can go back to any of those save markers. You go number, back to I'll the take last number two. I would take the save marker. marker. Yeah. Why but, start from but, the start? But, but he said, "This is what changed my mind. What if you die at five years old?" Well, then I die at five. Well, years then you old. die. Yeah. 
No, but yeah, the, no, but here, here's here, like, but here, here's the thing though. Life when do you decide this? Because if you decide this when you're when you're like in the womb, true. Because if you decide this now, then if I'm of course, five, I want to be five forever. Right. right. That's true. But if if but. you if you decide this further on in life, where you can know that you at least live to this point, every single one of us would take the five years because uh, we yeah, wouldn't want to really start. You know true. what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, give yeah. me the five years. I want to be you know, I wrote right. I, I wrote a record on. So my band is a very strange band, and um, it's called Jay. And um, I told you about my partner. Mm-hmm. He's going through some health stuff, and and it's kind of we're doing like our swan song final record, right? Yeah. Basically, and in the meantime, I decided to put out a solo record, and I I, uh, I was reading Robert Frost. The the I mean everybody's read um Everyone, yeah you know the the road not taken. Mm. I actually haven't. And um, I, well, it's a great one. You should just yeah. read I don't it, read. You know? so, he's, he's, he's I can't read. So. <laughs> I read ESPN. But, uh, but that was like my main thing. Like I, I was the first time after reading it over and over throughout the years. I'm like, and then I just read. I'm like, oh wait a minute. Now, now I get. I don't know what, what yeah. it was. The upshot is like basically right. There's two rows. Did he write with. Ethan Frome as well? I have no idea. No one, no, no. no one Robert Frost. Even Frome was that story about like the couple that like rides the sled into a tree and kills themselves. It's really fucking depressing. <laughs> that sounds like Pope. you never read this <laughs> yeah, story, bro. So I was like, I think Robert Frost was, was Ethan Frome. No. <laughs> it was. It's fucking dark. Well, the upshot. I was like, why are we reading this? Anyway, the two roads diverge in the wood, right? Yeah. So it's like one, one, and I, you know, I wish I can go back to the other one, but you really can't go back. So like those five year markers that you guys are talking about, it's like. When you make a, a like a choice, like a life choice, right? I think about all these. I mean, I almost got married. I mean, I had so many. I mean, I'm fucking old, right? So I mean, all this shit that I've done here or there, missed the one that got away, the other one that got away, the other other one that got away, and so all this whack job shit. I go back. I'm like, it's a trip, you know. And I started realizing that everybody I know has what ifs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure everybody is sitting there. You know, like Bob Dylan says, you know, it's okay to look back, don't stare. But I'm sure a lot of people look back, right? So I thought I'd write a record about the whole fucking thing. So that's what I did. I wrote this. It's called uh, Road Trip. Ah, you guys nice. want to? Yeah, it's, it's actually on the interwebs. But that was my. That was the thing that I I I picked is like the five year marker. You know, because I, cool. I would love to go back and, and rethink about some of my choices. Right. Yeah, I think I think that like there's some things that I would go back, not from like a regret standpoint. Yes, yeah, same. But here. just like from like a. Oh yeah, I would do a do different it again. thing. I would do oh, a different yeah. thing. Or maybe or no, do it again. No, so, I, would, I would just do a different thing. So yeah. that, like I just so to see what happens. Yeah. 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 In my yeah. opinion, the way that you're doing it, if you look at books, is you're either asking, do you want to start over with a new book, or do you want to do the choose your own adventure books and realize that I didn't like where I went on page three. I want mm. to go back to that. That's what you're asking, yeah. in my opinion. Is do you want to restart a whole book, which is a long book, or do you restart want to go back? It's restart. Maybe it's, maybe it's you, a long book. You, you yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be a very short it book. It could be a short book. It could, you could not like to read. It's picture book. All the people that you met and all the moments that you had. I don't correct, think you regret yeah. anything. I think you learn from everything. But so, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But, but but like say like you had five years go by and you meet the love of your life, but you're like I could go back and fix that one big mistake that I wanted. And I'll you be go back and then you that's right. Right. I'll be four hundred percent honest. Again, I'll be four hundred percent honest. If I change anything, that means I don't meet my wife Joanne. I don't want to change anything, yeah. regardless of where that's my life is or where my Aww. life goes. I have to <laughs> keep <laughs> no, but like I, I have to meet this woman. I have to be with this. Woman. You know what I mean? Like, like her. Well, she's, I have a she's kid, listening. So. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's no way I could fuck. I think you reach a point. I think you reach a point in your life where you don't want to go back and change anything, yeah, but you want to make sure you could. 
We're so, going to do this podcast again in 20 years. Can we add a like, third one? If I can do anything. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go back and that podcast. Joke, God damn it. <laughs> can, we, can we add a third thing? That's, is would you rather, would you rather, but would you rather, you could do any of those things, the five years yeah, or from the one you want, yeah. or you can map out the next 10 and that's it. Ooh, Ooh, that's good too. Because so I would rather map out the next nine, So you're saying that like you can map it out in exactly what you want. Correct, but after that, but, that but that's no good either. Then that's well, just like that's just like wishes though, because then you could just be like, tomorrow yeah. I'm gonna get a billion dollars. No, 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 no. You map out. <laughs> you're thinking of it in a different yeah. way. What I mean, and it's here. What I mean is you you map out you map out in the sense that you can see. Uh, how about this? Yeah, Instead wishes. of mapping out, how about clarify. you know the next <laughs> ten years? You existentially know the ten years. How about yeah. that instead? Wait, you already that? know that you know the next ten years. Okay, and you can change it beforehand. Or are you gonna uh, so rather than going back, you can either have the future. Well, then, was it really ever known if you can change it? See, that's what I'm saying. That's oh, what's God. so great about it. You know the mistakes that you make and anything that you can. But we're talking about it. a very specific paradox. Of <laughs> you can you can point that shit. Your whole question was you can well. come back as God a baby damn. with all your knowledge. So I poop this out the horn where I'm like, hey, I know, I have such a vocabulary. Here I am. Like, then how do we sick, how do we segue into this commercial? Oh, we yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, we, gotta, we have to do a commercial. Listen, <laughs> have you ever washed your clothes in pure vinegar and spit? Well, why do you, you don't have Why do you to? sound a little bit like Harry Carey? His voice is like a... How do you guys enough. even know Harry Carey? Oh, Are you yeah. joking? Ross, Ross, Ross SNL. SNL. Because SNL. Will Ferrell does, <laughs> Will Ferrell does <laughs> the Harry Carey SNL. Because that guy's voice is if in my DNA. If the moon's made out of spare for you, would you eat it? For me, it's Joe Buck. Heck, I know I would. You know one of my... I got this little vignette of growing up in Chicago... I, my favorite memory is just being a kid, like 12 years old. You know, like when you're fucking free in summer, there's no school, right? And for me, it would be like I got to board a plane in like a week to go to Greece. But it was like fucking that one little moment of time of just being a kid free in Chicago. Yeah. And I'm rolling through that. And I'm here. I'd stop somewhere in the middle of my neighborhood just to look around. And you hear lawnmowers, you know, in the afternoon suns, just fucking cranking. And, and I could smell the cut grass coming through. And all the screen doors are fucking they're just there and all the doors are open so everybody's like shit's open basically and you can just hear everybody tuned listening to the Cubs oh, everybody's got yeah. so a day game right and so and then you just hear Harry Carey getting out there saying something fucking stupid I'm like this is awesome. <laughs> and I'd write on, you know. But it is funny that I think we know Harry Carey because of Will Ferrell's uh, sketches of yeah. Also, can anyone that Dudley wants to play? Dudley, come here. Dropping his calm thing. So who wrote the commercial today? I Cody did. did. Cody I did. just wrote it while we were talking. While we, is yeah. that right? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's not going to be great. Should I? Do you want to hear it first, and then we can Let's go there? Yeah. You okay. should play your uh, your, your uh, this old house. Oh no no! Oh, we, we already oh, went through oh, yeah, that. Yeah. We wanted to we wanted to just surprise you and see if you'd go into it. But oh, oh what is this? What you're gonna do? <laughs> oh well, there it is. Yeah. Hi baby, you want your ball? Wait, do you have, do you have words? I do. Yes. Oh, let's, let's do it. Okay, so so I'm just saying, so disappointed that that's yeah. exactly what we're. I'm gonna. Okay, but this is exactly what we're. I will read it and then uh, we we'll exactly give me purpose over happy. The way in which that you wanted it to. Goddamn it! I will read Billion it and dollars. then we'll create something for it afterwards. Dude. Grass. Who likes it? You have to cut it. You're allergic to it. It stains your off lights and your dad's new balance. So I have it. 
I have the greatest solution for you, and it's not fake grass or football field turf. The solution is dirt. Yes, dirt. Why on earth would you do not do dirt? That is our motto. Well, that and dirt the earth is earth to dirt. Most people ask us, do you have to water it? No! Although if you do, it just turns into mud, which if you ask anyone under the age of 11, that's the best way to make a pie. <laughs> Why deal with gardeners or lawnmowers when you could instead deal with the dust storms and dirt stains? Long gone are those days of needing detergent for grass stains and welcome to life with a spot of dirt and a smile. Dirt for you. That phone number is 1-888-DIRT-4-U-9. That is 1-888-DIRT-4-U-9. Call Dirt for you. It won't make you dirty. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Anybody Woo! else want to send this? <laughs> a commercial? Also, if anyone wants to make their yard dirt, it actually does look pretty good, to be honest. Like, just dirt and dirt and rocks. It's, uh, it's not that bad. It's a desert look. Yeah, it's a de yeah, it's a Vegas. It's a literal. Look. It's a literal brand. Uh, no, they're, they're, no, I made that up. But if you look past anyone's yards, there's, there's many people that just have rocks and dirt it's a oh, desert yeah. way to do it it looks yeah. terrible have you There's tried Phoenix, yeah that's yeah arizona, arizona and vegas what, what about human fecal matter have you ever tried that for uh yeah. um, so our last commercial was actually about how you were to put fecal matter onto your yard to make it grow better yeah we have a theme we have yeah, many yard yeah. ones yeah. we have one about hiding shit in a in uh hiding your keys and dog shit what? We need to go away from yard uh, <laughs> sponsors. I'm sorry, our sponsors are yard sponsors, I guess, because I That's our demographic. We just want to do uh, yard sponsors. I really meant to bring this in. Can we, can we plug this in beforehand? If I... Can you plug what? This episode is brought to you by Dirt for You. Dirt for You. Just splice that up, Lenny. Yeah, we'll that that, yeah, Fix we'll... it in post. <laughs> we'll well, should right we uh, bring us to the end? Or... Ah, yeah. If you guys are ready yeah, to yeah, yeah. bring us an outro. So, at the end of each episode, we, we give well, a... We, we roll our, our dilly. Can we cut that into the end? Or no? <laughs> oh, no. no that's, well, that's, uh, you want to create something else? Or you want to just... Uh, I love that that was an outro into our, our break. Um, unless you don't want to... Uh, you want to do another one? I, mean, I, do, I I felt I loved the first one. Yeah, I would do another one if you want to. That's my thought too. If if, if, if the capacity is there, or just expand on the first one. How are you? Uh, I mean, yeah. because the, uh, you know, I had the theme. I like came. it. Say, so guys, let's uh, before we finish off with a little um, our our collective theme, our little piece of music. Um, what is what's on the horizon for Mob Rich? Oh man, uh, lots of festivals. We're playing Lala in um, late July, early August. Then we've got. I love how you said Lala. Lala, <laughs> Lala Palooza, Lala Palooza. I know for those that don't know the abbreviation, all of you should know. Yeah, lol. Just lol. It's gonna get shorter and shorter. Eventually, it will be. Yeah, soon it's gonna be guttural noises only. This weekend. Uh, we've got uh, Life is Beautiful in Vegas. Also, oh, September. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then we got Maybe. Austin City Limits. Oh, are you shitting me? Yeah. Not like, not like awesome. HBO special 
But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, but we're going. We're going be around there. That'll be we're sick. That's exciting. Oh, that's hollow ground. Yeah. And then um. There's a couple more that haven't been announced yet, so we'll keep those on the background right, until cool. they get announced. But right. yeah. We're playing Woodstock. I'll just go <laughs> and say it. Yeah. We're playing we're our the, parents' house. We're the house. only band that's playing. <laughs> Headline <laughs> Woodstock, guys. We're playing acoustic. Right. Uh, just also, no year 2020 is the year that's going to come out, so that'd be great. Yeah, it's going to be the last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our theme Thanks for the today hangover. is uh, Hangover. Yeah, so let's... Uh, this is literally music written on the fly. Okay, I'm just going. So I'm just going. Uh, uh, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> but are you, are you going or are you going back and forth? Fire, I'm just, fire, I'll, fire. I'll go. Fire, fire, fire. Is that halftime? Okay. I didn't know where I was headed to, but you gave me a bedroom with the fucking roof, yeah, gave me the time, a peace of mind that I never had, but I needed you to, thanks for the hangover, thanks for the time.
You've just heard Pod Rock. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, basically anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. If you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe, share, give us a thumbs up. We offer original insight into the world of music with friends, scotch, and you know what? A little bit of rock. You can find Pod Rock with George Adrian on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Pod Rock with George Adrian is co-produced by Mobtown Productions with LLA Productions. That was fantastic.